This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, welcome back to Talking Banter, the official Dynamic Banter after show. I'm Brett Register. With me, as always, is Owen Carter. Hey, hey Owen. Hello. We're talking about episode 10 of Dynamic Banter, the first time it got real, with special guests, Andrew Delman and Bri Esri. A special guest host. Which one was the Andrew host? Andrew Delman. He, and, he was the host? And a first time guest. First time, first First guest. time guest host. First time guest. First guest. Yeah. To me, they were both guests. Mm. I felt like Delman didn't didn't carry the foul zone weight of hosting mm. and was more of a guest. Mm. But I also think he's the most interesting person in the world. Sounds like it. Do you get that when you're around him? Yeah. To what extent? <laughs> he he seems like the kind of person who would have those kinds of stories. <laughs> like, it's not a surprise. Is Lee... A lucky woman, or is she always going to be overshadowed by the bagpipe stories? You know, hard to say. Oh, man. Well, they had their first guest, and I wanted to have our first guest, mm-hmm. but I didn't run into the crazy lady in the halls. But I did it. I did the tall walk twice. <laughs> you I did. tempted fate twice. You did. Well, this is what I thought would be funny. Go with me. I run into the crazy lady, who I've had a good experience with, but everybody else... <laughs> Not so much. I use whatever charm I have to convince her to come do the podcast. It's far. It's a. It's a. I know. I know. It's. It's a little bit of a far stretch. Far stretch. Far. Long stretch. Long, long far stretch. shot. Far shot. It's a far shot. But we get her to do the podcast. Okay. Long. No, it's a long shot. It's a long shot. It's all of those. Far things. cry. Maybe. Maybe they all work. The English language is a dog language. <laughs> I think if you convey your message correctly, then it all is grammatically correct. I, I, I can go along with that. So we convinced her to come do the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Steve went out, went to Whole Foods, hypothetically. And then we finish with the podcast and she's leaving the apartment as he's coming back from Whole Foods. <laughs> and the exact horrifying scenario that he had dreamed up happens. I thought that would be incredible. <laughs> so I'm going to keep working on that. That was great. That is on the list right below getting Steve uh, to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the hypothesis that she was a ghost? Because uh, back to our ghost discussion, well, we got that would be troubling. We've got pictures of her. I don't know if that works for ghosts. What I mean, all rules are hypothetical, right? But I was wondering if anyone had run into or not on the grounds. I was thinking of this that too. complex. Well, the, the pictures from down the sidewalk. Maybe there used to be. We should look this up. Well, there a is a big old mansion that was on this block. Uh huh. That she used to. Uh, I believe it. She was murdered in. Yeah. That's why she can ghost the whole block. Because like ghosts, she doesn't communicate very well, and it's terrifying. Ghosts are the because worst. Because she died tragically. Yeah, but why can't ghosts just fucking say it like it is? I don't know. I wonder if she's ever touched anyone. 
Because if she went right through them, that's a dead ringer for ghosts. Well, yeah. Beware of what? You know something's <laughs> up. Just tell me. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Harry's Razors. Use the code banter at checkout. $5 off? I don't. I I didn't do a lot of research here because I don't shave. Mm-mm. I shave. Do you shave your balls? No. Do you, you don't trim anything down there? Trim. Okay. I'm scared of the razor. But people do that, right? Yeah. Why? Are P- girls really into like a smooth, a sack. clean, smooth ball sack? Well, it'd probably be nice. All right. It's a fair point. I don't think girls like balls that much anyways. Everything down there for us is is weird and, and mm-hmm. disgusting. Mm-hmm. When put into any context, <laughs> it's just disturbing. It's like a weird Pixar character hanging off of us. What was that quote from Steve the other day about the genitals? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I think someone tweeted. I'll see if I can find it. Okay, you look for that. Um so yeah, uh, just uh, type in banter. Again, it's a banter code. That's why I think that this is uh, clearly we're supposed to do the spot too. Uh, type in banter at checkout for uh, uh, $5 off. Type in banter at checkout and banter at checkout and banter at checkout. $5 off. $5 off. Type in banter at checkout. $5 off. This episode is brought to you by Harry's Razors. $5 off. I've got clean sheets, shaved legs, and I agree. When I used to swim once... I shaved like my my arms. You know what? My, you my, I might not have shaved my legs. I think I just shaved my arms. But when you slip into the sheets, it is noticeable. It's a weirder sensation. Mm. But I think any like slipping on a shirt too was also weird. Yeah, I could see that. I got did it. Was it pleasant? Yeah, it's more tactile. Like the sheet is rubbing across your skin. It's not impeded by hair because mm-hmm. you, you don't feel hair. No. So it's taken up a lot of the touch. You should shave your arms as an experiment. I, sh- I did. I shaved one once. But I mean, now for this, you should shave the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Balance it out. Speaking of experiments, I got uh, my Warby Parker glasses in. Oh, yeah? I'm very excited. <laughs> I got to model up so I you can... You got to uh, yeah, tweet out pictures. I'm, I, I tried them all on. There's some good ones. Uh, good. There's some wild cards. I ho- yeah. Did you like three mip probably's and then two like let's just see there's one that i'm probably gonna get either way and then there's two that i would just <clears throat> not ever get mm-hmm. so we'll see how it all how it all shakes out <laughs> i found the quote okay it's funniest when the genitals are in the least appealing condition <laughs> <laughs> but aren't they always they don't move around no but like yeah dirty Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dirty genitals. <laughs> Infected. Ugh. Uh, why do they lock the razors up at, like, a supermarket? I, are they expensive? Maybe. I was wondering if they thought someone would, like, attack people with the razors. But they're not checking you when you come in the store. No, and there's, like, knives and stuff that aren't that locked true. up. <laughs> they're probably expensive. Yeah. Okay, that's a good answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I was really wondering that. Why do they lock up the condoms? Because people would just steal them. Maybe they'll just steal the razors. Maybe. They probably did the math, and that was the highest... Stolen thing? Stolen, ob- yeah, item, and they put it under lock and key. 
I had a friend who used to be really good at stealing CDs. Mm. Like, he had a system. <laughs> I can talk about it now because no one sells CDs. <laughs> but he had, uh, he'd bought one of those. Remember when you, the old days when you'd have to take all the wrapping off a CD and it was excruciating? Mm-hmm. And so they made those, that little plastic thing that would slip on the top and it had a little razor right in the middle uh-huh. and it would cut it. The reason you didn't hear glass shatter was because of my cat-like reflexes. <laughs> oh, boy. So he'd wear like a puffy jacket and he would go in with that thing and he would hold like a stack of CDs. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, or the middle one, I can't remember, he would slice the plastic off of it. And while he was looking, he would just flip just the disc out mm-hmm. and put it in his pocket. So if they were watching him like a security cam, they, would, they wouldn't see him pull it out. But puffy jacket, that's pretty obvious. It was in Ohio. Mm. Yeah, you get away with it. It's cold enough there. Um, was he looking at multiple copies of the same CD? I don't remember. I think he just had all the CDs he was going to steal, and he would flip through them one by a time, one at one, one by one. But he finally got caught at like a Target, mm-hmm. and he said half of the the thing when he was sitting in there was the guy like congratulating him. Cause he's like, you've been in here a few times. He's like, I thought you were stealing, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't get it on tape. And so he had like done it so many times that the guy was watching for him mm-hmm. and finally got him, you know, pulling the disc out. And after that, he never did it again. Was that there? Like, we've been playing cat and mouse for thirty years. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> it was like the the shittiest, catch me low if you consequence. Can. Catch me if you can. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm sure that guy went home and was like, you know what happened today? This really clever guy. <laughs> I don't feel like he got in too much trouble, but I think they only had him stealing like one CD at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's why they lock up the razors, kids, and the condoms. What do you think about onion rings? Good. I'm I'm so disgusted by them. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'll put them on like a hamburger. Because it's all going to get mushed down together. Mm-hmm. Good on a hamburger. Mm. I could like it with a bowl of barbecue sauce mm-hmm. and some applewood smoked bacon. Mm. Sounds like you like them. We could go have that like right after this. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I could never eat them by themselves. I think it was because I grew up really close to an Outback. And we would always end up going to Outback. <laughs> and all my stupid friends in high school would order a Bloomin' Onion, which uh-huh. is the worst one. Uh-huh. Because you're basically just eating onions. Yeah. With some batter. Yeah. I've never had a Bloomin' Onion. Ever? I avoided it you, somehow. That's fine. I like, st- you should... Cont- at this point, there, if you ever ate one, I would really judge you. I w- I'd still like to try one. People seem to like them. Who? Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> I want examples. No, they're really gross. They really are. Hmm. Outback is not sponsoring this episode of the podcast. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Harry's Razors. What are your thoughts on putting your hands above your head when you're choking? Is that a thing? I've never heard that. Have you? It was new to me. But I don't want to be I don't want to be like Steve with the meat cute. <laughs> I don't want to be so maybe it's a thing, but I can't imagine how that oh, maybe it like brings your ribcage up. We're we're lifting our hands above our heads right now. If you were choking right now, would you feel better? 
feels the same. It feels the same. I'm willing to say it's an old gonna, wives' tale. I'm definitely going to, I guarantee the next time I'm choking, I'll remember it and I will try it. Okay. That's not. Someone tries to help you and you're like, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> it still feels like I was, was told you throw yourself over a chair. Oh, sure. And like a shot to your guts, you yeah. throw up whatever or you're like choking on. Throw yourself down a flight of stairs. Yeah, or like throw yourself off a balcony. Yeah, or like if you're in a plane, throw yourself jump. right off the plane. Just jump. If you're in like outer space, did you see the video of that guy who dived without a parachute and landed in a net? What? In fucking How? nuts. No. What do yeah. you mean he landed in a net? They set up a big net. What? In like the desert. And he skydived without a parachute. He skydived without a parachute on purpose? Yeah. They set it all up. There was like tracker lights and stuff so he could like guide himself to it. Some people have less to live for. Ah. You know? I don't know. Some, some, that mechanism that says don't do it is like, doesn't work. Did you see that new Point Break? Uh Point Break remake? They do a thing where they like, um skydive and they drop like money or something Mm -hmm. and they shoot into a a hole in the earth like a big cavern Mm -hmm. and then they pull their shoots so they don't get spotted uh it's scary well they filmed it and i on some level they had to really do some of that shit yeah and i'm just like no not for a movie (sighs) cgi is so good (laughs) Don't put yourself at risk. I, well, at, let me let me specify. I appreciate not for it. that movie. Uh, Don't put your life on the line for that movie. Yeah. Same thing with Transformers Three. They had those yeah. like squirrel diver guys. Yeah, that's right. Now we were watching that. Don't dive for Transformers Three. <laughs> that's no, absolutely and, not. And it's like pretty crazy cool footage of them like really diving through the buildings in Transformers Three. Yeah, and then yeah, they put the in behind all the... the scene. Have you seen the like the two hour mm-hmm. behind the scenes? Oh no, I just saw that clip though. They did a huge behind the scenes, and it's so much better than the movie. <laughs> like, it's really interesting. Because it's all the, like, practical crazy stuff and whatever. Yeah, plus you get to see Bay go nuts for no reason. Man. It's wonderful. What's his problem? He's He makes these movies <laughs> on budget, on time, and they're hard as shit to do. You have to be, like, a, yeah. a goddamn drill sergeant to get it done. I guess. It's hard to get like two people in a room with a crew. So much, <laughs> like just that. Is yeah, already too every hard. episode of Lost, we were t- we were talking about. It's just a person sitting and someone enters. And once you said that, I was like, "That's exactly." It's, it, there's no more than two people. If there's more than two people on screen on to- at any one time, it's very short, mm-hmm. or they're just background. Because mm-hmm. it's so hard. <laughs> Like imagine well, Game making... of Thrones has a lot of those scenes too. Yeah, absolutely. That's you all... have to. Well, they also save money and yeah. they're easier to produce. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, Michael Bay could enlist a second director to direct the actors, and he could just handle all the action. And I feel like mm-hmm. we would end up with a pretty great movie. But the ego that you need to direct the action stuff correctly wouldn't allow for that second director. <laughs> So moving on. When uh, when did it get real? It was originally the first time it gets real. And Steve didn't want to do it because it feels like the first time. 
But can't there be for a first time series just like there's a banter series? Granted, Steve <laughs> isn't aware that banter is a series. Yeah, and that's already confusing enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it could go in the same feed as it feels like the first time. <laughs> I feel like Winter of 66 would get upset. <laughs> Fuck him. Back to choking. Andrew was telling a story about a specific culture that doesn't drink while they're eating. Oh, yeah. With his choking history, why would he sit down and have dinner with these people? (laughs) I want to know why he's choking so much. (laughs) He said it's because he eats too fast. It it is, right? That's like he doesn't chew. Yeah, he did say that, didn't he? It's, yeah. It was definitely his he's fault. Just, he just gulps it down and he can't help it. He to just, the point where he's he's choking. The, he doesn't have time. He's the most interesting person in the world. He doesn't have time for a full meal. He's going to do two lunches. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's going to throw it. Like the type of person it takes to learn to play the bagpipes in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. That person's not going to like chew 18 times before they swallow. <laughs> I will say I did there was a period in my life where I chewed a lot like consciously oh sure because they tell you if you chew for a long time yeah it's easier like chew every bite 47 times or whatever yes and it's apparently easier for you to process and it allows you to acknowledge when you're actually full Mm. and I did that for a while and I felt so much better (laughs) <laughs> but I don't have time to fucking eat like that. <laughs> like, I, I'm the same way. I'm just shoveling shit in. I know. Yeah. So I started getting nervous that I'm going to start choking because I'm the same way. I wouldn't change my habit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the deal with you and the accordion? What about it? I have that you played an accordion show. Show? Did I misunderstand that? I got real excited and sad that I missed it. Um, sometimes I play accordion. I have before at different shows. Okay. When did you start playing accordion? Right after high school? I think. Okay. So it was like a cool thing. It was just a thing I wanted. I wonder if that would make you popular in high school. Hmm. I feel like it's just weird enough that it's not nerdy. Uh, in my experience, most people are like, especially like girls or whatever, like, you play accordion? That's so cool. Really? Yeah. And then... Have you got laid because you play accordion? No. Okay. That's the thing. They think they like accordion, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really. It's not actually cool. It's right. cool that I'm. It's cool. It's, I'm the idea of it is cool. It's cool the that actuality. I'm not embarrassed about playing an accordion. Right. What was your What was your bathroom in class situation? <laughs> <laughs> One time in math class, I went to tell the teacher I was feeling sick and I had to go to the nurse's office. And while I was trying to explain that to her, I got sick and I threw up in the trash can next to her desk in front of everybody. And then she always let you go to the bathroom. She was like, "Don't." Tell me that you're going to just go, go. <laughs> we had the strictest bathroom policy. 
like every time you had to go to the bathroom, you had to make a case, like a federal case <laughs> for why you needed to go to the bathroom that's, and how long you were going to be gone. That's so fucked up. In the middle of class. Uh-huh. And it was always, and it's because we abused the system and we would go to the bathroom sure. and they wouldn't see us till like the next day. <laughs> we would just not come back. But yeah. my thing is, I if I'm not paying attention... That teacher wants me to go to the bathroom because otherwise I'm going to start distracting people. Yeah. Hopefully they loosened up those policies. <laughs> this is the same people who wouldn't let you play Game Boy or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a private school and it's like usually private school you think you're paying money so the teachers are like better. Uh-huh. These teachers are just like older and bitter. <laughs> Uh, there was a couple good ones but most of them were just like angry <laughs> they were not into the fun that i wanted to have all the time um this leads right into the next thing oh. talking about the teachers in my school because we had a couple that we had one in particular that was 100 percent deaf in one ear uh-huh. and then partially deaf in the other ear so we would go take like a pencil we put it in the electric pencil sharpener and then just go and sit back down. And it was just like all class because she couldn't hear it because it like didn't register. There's enough noise. But um, the Delman's watch thing, uh-huh. some kid at my school did that. Oh, and was really? like, I remember watching it angrily get shut down by a teacher. <laughs> like he put some science video on he looked at it or he started to walk away and it stopped playing mm-hmm. and he went back and played it again and he walked away and it stopped playing and he turned and he just fucking like laid waste <laughs> to the classroom and started like basically hunted out who had the watch <laughs> it was like clearly not the first time yeah um so i like to believe that because delman's the coolest person in the world that that just got from him to my school oh somebody he, had to go he, get you a think he started it <clears throat> yes I want to believe. That's good. He was, you know, he sold me. He sold me on his ability to get that done. Yeah. He's a, he's a trendsetter. Did you guys watch the nude Romeo and Juliet? What? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Oh, man. There's a Romeo and Juliet movie that they play in, like, every high school. And oh, 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 chick. oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The Zeffirelli one, right? Yeah. Why would, why would they play that? <laughs> like, in what world? Even at my school. Yeah, because it's art. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm in. Let's should more, more of that. <laughs> why not? They should play, like, like, Nymphomaniac at high schools. You know? I do think there's some stuff. I, I think they should show... Requiem for a Dream and Kids. Yeah. Because those movies scared me off of drugs and sex. Yes. I uh, I always good. said when I had a kid, I would show him Wonder Shows in. <laughs> and I haven't. Because I don't know if that's actually like a terrible oh. idea. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. wonder what that would do. I want to believe it would make him a better rounded human being. Yeah. But it might make him a total psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> he might not be old enough to discern it's funny did you go to your high school reunion no why not ah uh, because facebook is a 
an ongoing high school reunion right. that never ends. It's I don't awful. Because I was going to say, I don't know anyone our age that went. Yeah. Like all my friends, none of my friends went. It would be, I would probably would have gone if it had been like, oh, I haven't seen so and so in 10 years. But I know what everyone I would care to talk to, what they're up to. Because of Facebook. Yeah. So you're saying on the podcast that Facebook is ruining reunions? Yes. Okay. Plus, I looked at my yearbook and the, uh, there weren't any girls that I wanted to, you know. Is 10 years too long? I feel like that's too long. For what? A reunion. You should come back in like five years. I think they have a five year. Oh, we did not. Huh. We definitely did. We barely had a 10 year. Because yeah. nobody, they reached out to see who would go. Like nobody was going. Yeah. I feel like you just move on after 10 years. Yeah. I don't know. It's good for movies. It's a good device. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about bagpipes. I feared that this segment was going to take a very B-esque turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know yet what... You the, feared. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There that, was a moment means, when Wikipedia was involved. That means you weren't looking forward to it. I mean, feared in a good way. <laughs> I didn't know how. I never. You never know how long, how far the deep, how deep the hole is. Right. You That's know, a good point. It's like you never. You're never totally confident hopping in. Here's a crab which you'd never expect to find south of the border. Yet it's flourished for 75 years. From a piece of heavy African black wood imported from Tanganyika, he's turning out one of the drones for, believe it or not, bagpipes. The drones give the fixed notes. The chanter gives the melody. But you'd hardly expect a Sassanuk to say which is which at this stage. Henry Stark shows how the pipes are fitted into the sheepskin bag, which stores up the woofle. It's remarkable what the Scots can do with a sheepskin. From another part of that same animal, they get the skin for a haggis. But I like their inclusion in the mythos <laughs> of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So then we got into History Road. We didn't get enough Brie. That's why I said oh. they're both... Because if Delman is the host, mm-hmm. we didn't get enough about the guest. I see. Usually when it's the guest, it's more about the guest. It depends on the podcast. We should have, we'll, we'll have Brie on here. Oh, we'll get yeah. to the bottom of it. <laughs> get to the bottom. But it was she contributed in a great history road. Yeah. It was one of the best. Did and, you feel, and Delman, too. Yeah. On the, on I was going to say, did you feel left out? I'm not left out. No, it's fun to play, but it's fun. Did it seem like he was having like a genuine panic attack while playing? Yeah, kind of. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, so that's basically it for dynamic banter, but I wanted to, before we get into our... Dynamic banter. What'd I say? That's what you said. That's the name of the podcast. Dynamic banter. This is talking banter. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk about Twitter now. <laughs> our Twitter handle is at mm-hmm. talking banter. No T-A-L-K-I-N-B-A-N-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. Talkingbanter at gmail.com. Email. Mm hmm. At talkingbanter. B A L K I N B A N T E R. Talkingbanter at gmail.com. Email. Forrest Norris 3. He didn't ask a question, but he did an amazing gif of us. And I wanted to give him a little shout out. Thank oh, you. Is that, yeah. Yeah, I got to pull it right here. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. How does he know? 
How does he know that I sit like that? I, that is super accurate right? of you. How does he know? We've never done a picture or anything. I'm sure there are pictures out there, or he's he lives in the walls. Maybe. Which, either way, I'm fine with. But yeah, this is incredible. Thank you. Yeah. How do I you want to say make it, it, though? Oh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I want to make it our our icon. Oh, yeah. On Twitter. Speaking of high school, Ashley Desjardins. That can't be right. She has a question for us. She says, what is something you did in high school or middle school that you now realize was probably really weird? Hmm. Almost every wardrobe decision I made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost all of them. Yeah, those, those navy Velcro shoes that I wore senior year. Oh yeah, I did. I got the the green tennis ball covered uh, Converse, <laughs> and I thought they were amazing. Mm-hmm. We used to wear towel shirts, like shirts that had like a towel type material, like a terry cloth. Why? <laughs> all the baggy jeans all of them mm-hmm. like jinko skids oh man absolutely not <laughs> that's uh that's my answer grandpa yeti at grandpa yeti well he tweeted us twice mm. the first one said just listen to the august 4th episode I don't even know when the... Hey, I don't either. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Last one? I don't know. Said, I love me some Owen, but damn, that boy is slacking. Commitment is lacking. Hashtag focus Owen. What? Oh, because I didn't do the list? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or watch... I was like, I didn't feel that way at all. Or this. watch the pacifier? Maybe. Yeah. When we do... We got to do the do-over next. <laughs> And you, you got to make sure and watch that. Um, Grandpa Yeti's second tweet says, if you guys could bring your levels up a bit, that would be great. We all have volume controls, but they do have a max. Hashtag, please. I think, hopefully, when you listen to this, the levels are higher. And you can be like, great. That's Problem solved. That's what I was Maybe I'll wait till for. this part in the podcast to fix the levels. <laughs> It just jumps up from this right. point on. <laughs> is this better? Um, and then this isn't a question, but it's a very interesting tweet. Leal Tyler Levitt at Twitch underscore 666. Um, he tweeted, listening to all of Cloverfields again, episode 17 at 62 minutes, historic moment in the EZU. Oh, so hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of that. Uh, M. Rodriguez sent us an email that says, "Hey, Steve. Hey, Mike. I think you should drop the Cloverfields podcast in lieu of a new one. Keeping okay. this podcast and starting a new one both have benefits and drawbacks. You're right. You can go back and forth for air. I think starting a new one outweighs keeping Cloverfields as a general podcast." Cloverfield. I like all these pro new ones. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't hearing a lot of 
pro new ones. Uh, Cloverfields was meant, meant for the Cloverfield conversations and will always be associated in that way. The current listeners, although I love your humorous banter, will be perplexed that they're subscribed to a Cloverfield podcast <laughs> hardly talking about Cloverfield. <laughs> I know you'd want to keep your current audience, but your true listeners will follow you wherever you go. If uh, I'd find it fitting, which for we're you very g- grateful for, we yeah. shouldn't just breeze over that. No, of course, that's a very special thing. Of course, and I and I appreciate everybody who cares enough to follow us around. Yeah. I think that's great. I think you're great people, and I very much appreciate you. Uh, I'd find it fitting for you guys to start and promote a new podcast, one more generalized, one that's geared towards com- uh, complementing your awesome banter and dynamic. It would be about anything and everything that interests both you guys, and that's what I, as a fan, subscribe for. <laughs> what if we started a podcast called Dynamic Banter? Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? I think that's a great name. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy that they got the birth of it. On, on, on Cloverfield? Yeah. Yeah. So fucking good looking out, man. That was a good pull. Who pulled that? Lil Tyler Levitt. Awesome. You win, man. All right. I got a, I got another question here. Oh, okay. Um, This isn't a question, but this is a tweet to us. Felicia Schmerer asks, she says, add talking banter. I love everyone involved in the banter podcast, but nothing on this earth makes me more uncomfortable than Mike and Steve fanfic. That's a great transition, Felicia, to the fanfic this week. (laughs) Um, Last week, we did a little bit from Tyson King, and I said if he did a part two, we would read it. Mm -hmm. And he... He did, he did do a part two, but uh, there's a technical difficulty, so we're gonna read that next week. And um, instead, we're gonna we're gonna read a piece from from our friend Jesse Stillwell, uh, Ghostbusters themed. It's called "I Told You That Bitch Was a Ghost." Get the proton pack out of my car, Steve calmly whispered to Mike, who was standing with him in an apartment complex parking lot. I can't move, man, Mike whispered back. My legs won't work. I can't move either, Steve said softly, his voice shaking. The two men stood frozen in time as an ethereal figure encircled with swirling energy hovered towards them, slowly at first, but then rapidly darting forward until it was right in front of their faces. Accompanying the glowing figure was a buzzing vibration in the air, which slowly moved up their legs and spine until it rested in the napes of their necks. Their hair stood at attention as if electrified. The ethereal fog masking the figure began to slowly fade away, revealing a blue female figure, glowing lightly with a gnarled face that had been well-worn by time. Her mouth slowly opened, revealing a slalom course of decaying teeth. The energy that encircled her suddenly broke into hundreds of individual forms and moved from the outside of her chest, inside of her stomach, and through her esophagus. She screamed so loud that the glass ruptured in all of the cars around them. A wide beam of loudly buzzing ghost bees poured out of her mouth and surrounded Mike and Steve. Ah, fuck, Steve screamed as he widely swatted at his own head. I can't move. I can't fucking move, Mike screamed back. 
Just then, a hearse painted red and white pulled into the parking lot. The familiar symphony of electrical circuits roaring to life sung to Steve and Mike from inside of the car and through its open windows. As soon as the gears came to stop, Brett stepped out of the passenger side with a bulky proton pack that continued to flicker to life. Here's your fucking magazine, bitch, Brett said calmly as he pointed the business end of the proton pack's nozzle at the ghost. A bright blue line of radiation fired out of the nozzle toward the ghost, entangling her in a blue and purple web of crackling electricity. The ghost screamed and thrashed around widely as the beam's embrace tightened. The bees left Mike and Steve, returning back to the ghost's mouth and down her esophagus, dissipating once they hit her stomach. Owen, throw the trap! Brett screamed at the car. Owen, now! Should I play a song first, or... Owen asked. No! Mike and Steve screamed in unison. Throw the fucking trap! Owen shrugged, stepped out of the car with a rectangular ammo box with wheels that was plastered with biohazard stickers and bold as strike. The trap stopped directly under the ghost and cracked open. A wide beam of bright blue and purple radiation surrounded the ghost and pulled her down into the trap. Only the sounds of car alarms and the panicked breaths of Mike and Steve remained. The nightmare was finally over. Looks like we got here just in time, Brett said triumphantly. Steve fell to a sitting position in the middle of the parking lot, deep in the throes of an adrenaline stupor. Mike held his head in his hands where he stood and rocked back and forth. I told you that bitch was a ghost, Bree screamed down from the apartment window overlooking the parking lot. And that's it. That's amazing fanfic wow. from Jesse. Wow. Um, who was doing a, a fantastic after show to this show. I'm surprised he found the time to write that while he's off in the void. I know. That well he has nothing but time. And oh. he's he's getting he's getting deep into the easy you. Mm-hmm. He's finding some real nuggets. So if you're not checking that out, you should be. Tyson, we're gonna get to your fanfic uh, next week. If you send it again, I can I couldn't read it. <laughs> And that's it. That's talking banter. Wow. How do you feel about it? Great. Do you feel like uh, that angry commoner is going to be, he's going to feel better about this one? <laughs> Grandpa Yeti? Oh, no. Okay. Well, you didn't know about it until the he's end. A, he's already made up his mind. Well, hopefully it's louder. Uh, lights out. That was a HeadGum Podcast.